Hello everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and welcome to Plain Market Talk, where I will provide a straightforward interpretation and analysis of current market news based on my background as a retired Wall Street stockbroker with almost 50 years of experience. And I will also provide business lessons to help you become much more successful with your personal finance, trading, and investments. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. Okay, today we're going to talk about the continued market volatility, including a down day for the market, although it is now up again in the after hours. Uh, we will talk about comments from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. Uh, he was talking about an acceleration of the tapering of quantitative easing, so I'll explain in plain English what that means. Uh, what else we got here? Elon Musk telling his employees that SpaceX may go bankrupt, uh, so we'll talk about what's going on there. Uh, let's see. We have some stocks moving in two directions today. We've got uh, Dillard's uh, taking a big hit along with Salesforce. Uh, but then on the upside, Apple is actually up today. Uh, we have a company named Box, uh, B-O-X, uh, uh, rising rapidly now in the after hours market. And also the same with a company called Amberella, uh, also up in the after hours market. So we've got that, an article I saw about why as the holidays get closer, shopping at a store might be the best bet for finding things. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And also I saw an article, um, somebody over at Bridgewater, it's a big financial firm, uh, saying that cash may not be a safe place. And we'll make a few comments about that also. Okay, so to markets. Markets were down 1.5% on Friday, up 1.3% yesterday, down 1.8% today. And in the after-hours market, what are, what the futures contracts are indicating, up a half a percent, which could change by tomorrow morning. Markets are all over the place right now. Well, why is that? Well, I've talked about this on previous sessions. The one thing the market dislikes more than anything is uncertainty. That that is what, and that is what we have right now. Um, you know, with this new COVID variant, uh, just a lot of uncertainty. Scientists are still trying to figure it out. Uh, you know, you got the doctor over in South Africa that first identify it, saying he's seen mild symptoms with, with his patients so far. Uh, but then you've seen it spreading now to more countries, although still no confirmed cases here in the United States as of yet, at least. Uh, then we had uh, what really jarred the markets today, though, were comments by the head of Moderna, saying he was not 100% confident that their vaccines are effective against this new variant. Yet at Almost the same time, you had the head of Pfizer saying they seem to feel that their uh, vaccine, as well as their pill they've got, might be effective. And yet they use very similar technologies. All right. So what happened here? So that's just uncertainty uh, one way or the other. So just uh, give you a quick idea. Uh, Pfizer stock, PFE, Paul Frank Edward. Uh, was actually up 2.5% today in a down market. And then Moderna, RMNA, um, excuse me, MRNA, Mary, Ralph, Nancy, Apple, uh, they were actually down 4.4%. So we'll have to see what happens there. Obviously, you know, nobody knows for sure, but that's what the market doesn't like, uncertainty. The market is okay with just negative news if they're certain about it. 
they're okay with positive news, obviously. It's, uh, it's like if you know a stock is going to go up, you can obviously just buy it and make money. If you know it's going to go down, you could just do what's called short selling, which I've covered on previous sessions, uh, and we'll cover on upcoming sessions again to make money going down. But it's the uncertainty. You don't know where it's going to be. All right. So we'll keep an eye on that. But the market was rattled uh, to a large extent by those comments from the head of Moderna. All right. So then what happened after the market closed? Uh, Jerome Powell, head of the Federal Reserve, uh, he, he was testifying uh, to Congress today, and he made some comments about an acceleration of tapering of quantitative easing. So what does that mean? Okay, so in a nutshell, you know, I've talked about this on previous sessions. The Federal Reserve answers to Congress, central banking system of the United States. Um, it basically is, is tasked with doing three things. Keep the economy growing as quickly as possible, making sure everybody that wants a job has one, and keeping inflation under control. Problem is the first two go opposite of the third. So when the Federal Reserve's focus is on growing the economy and providing jobs, it lowers interest rates and increases the amount of money in circulation, increases the money supply, gives banks more money to lend. You know, uh, people then can borrow credit card limits go up and people begin spending also with the interest rates loaded, more tendency to buy cars, houses, that type of thing. All right, well and good. If that's all they have to do, lower interest rates and increase the money supply, why doesn't the Fed, as it's called, do that all the time? Well, if they do too much of it for too long, it brings back inflation. And inflation creates all kinds of long-term problems with the economy, short, intermediate, long-term. I've you know, talked about in previous sessions. Uh, people don't want to invest. What's the money going to be worth? Interest rates go up to cover inflation. Uh, businesses don't want to invest for the long-term. Again, what's the money going to be worth in the future? All kinds of issues. So when the Federal Reserve focuses on battling inflation, it does the opposite. It uh, decreases the money supply. So as loans are paid off, new ones are not made. And it begins uh, raising interest rates to slow things down. All right. So what the Federal Reserve has been doing since March of 2020 with the shutdown, it's been pumping $120 billion a month into the economy. That is called quantitative easing. Problem is, for the last few months, we've seen higher inflation than we've seen in several decades. Now, the question was, was that more indica an indication of an overheating economy, or is it more just a reflection of the sudden reopening of the U.S. economy, as well as world economies? And Federal Reserve's position, it was probably the second one, more just a reflection of the sudden reopening of the economy, and they've been using the word transitory. But the markets have been keeping a close eye on They know the Fed's not going to do $120 billion a month forever. The anticipation was they were going to start pulling back on this early last summer, a few months ago. But then, you know, we had the Delta variant. Uh, a lot of uh, markets began, economy began to show shakiness in some areas. Others, it was doing well. So the Fed only recently announced that they're looking to now cut it back from $120 billion a month to um, $105 billion a month. All right, so that was absorbed in the market. But today, Jerome Powell, I'm going to give you a quote. Here's what he said to Congress. At this, this is a quote. At this point, the economy is very strong. Inflationary pressures are high. And it is therefore appropriate, in my view, to consider wrapping up the taper of our asset purchases perhaps a few months sooner. And the market just plummeted on that news. Because um, the feeling is, if they begin pulling back on this quickly, uh, you may see interest rates begin to rise. Investors begin to sell stocks to buy bonds because they pay higher interest over there. 
and so forth. And he also made a comment that the word tape, uh, transitory, the word transitory may no longer be appropriate. So uh, he, he said here, he said, let's stop using the word transitory. All right, so the markets didn't like that. All right, bottom line, he doesn't make these decisions by themselves. Federal Reserve has a committee, Federal Open Market Committee, um, and they will be meeting again on December 15th. So we got about two weeks to see what's going to happen here with the, uh, the COVID variant. And also, we've got a big labor report coming out on Friday for the month of November. It'll give a pretty good indication of what's going on with the U.S. economy. All right, so we have that news. Uh, Apple stock was actually up today. Most tech stops, uh, stocks were actually down. Uh, it appears what was happening, investors were running to Apple as somewhat of a safe haven. Why would they be doing that? Uh, Apple is carrying $63 billion in cash right now. They have $63 billion in cash. And based on current rates and what's called the money market, put that in perspective, they can uh, make about a million dollars a day in interest uh, on, on that amount of money. So investors seem to be running to Apple today. It was actually up 3.2%, uh, feeling that with that amount of cash, uh, it, it'd be like a person losing their job and having like two years worth of cash in a bank account or something. They're obviously in better shape than somebody living month to month. Now, there is a lot of criticism, though, about companies carrying that much cash. Uh, these executives at these publicly traded companies are paid a lot of money, and sometimes stockholders will rebel against them, saying, look, we're not paying you all this money just to sit on cash. I mean, invest it, do something with it, or pay it back to us as a special dividend or something. All right. So anyway, we got that news. Okay, I saw an article today, uh, a few more things here. Um, uh, Apparently, Elon Musk uh, on Friday sent a, um, an email around to his employees at SpaceX basically saying if they don't speed up production on the next generation rocket engines, the Raptor engines that are going to be used for their, their next big, big uh, spacecraft they're going to launch, um, he said the company could go bankrupt. All right, well, you know, he's used terminology like that before. A few years ago, he told his employees that if they don't kind of, you know, speed things up a little bit, that the company will be worth zero. Uh, and he did put on his Twitter page today that um, he used the word paranoid. He used the word paranoid uh, is a way to survive. Uh, and uh, so he did, what he basically says is that paranoid worry is how companies deal with challenges. Here it is. He said, uh, he put this quote on, only the paranoid survive. So he's known for doing this, very dramatic. Hey, we're going to go bankrupt if you guys don't get production speeded up on this thing. Uh, but in the past, it's tended to work. So I think it's more motivational thing than anything else. All right, so we had that. Uh, I saw an article on CNN uh, Business saying that as we get closer now to Christmas and so forth, the other holidays, uh, online retailers may start running out of things. There could be shipping delays, all kinds of things. And it was saying that as it gets closer, some retail analysts think your better bet might be just to go to a store. Now, obviously, the COVID variant might have an effect on that. But the idea about being in a store is that you can obviously see if something's in stock or not. But if not, it's easier to find alternate things to buy than starting to shop around online. So anyway, they thought we might see a rush to stores if these online retailers start running out of things. All right. A couple of other things. We'll talk about a few stocks making moves today. We'll call it a day. Uh, let's see. Uh 
Ray Dalio. He's over at Bridgewater uh, Investments uh, and well, Bridgewater Associates. Uh, he said he's standing by his belief that cash is not the place to be, regardless of the volatility of the market, uh, due to inflation. He says you have an inflation tax. All right, here's the thing. There is no perfect investment, a place to put your money. Everything has pluses and minuses. Even keeping your money in a bank account, a bank CD or whatever, you don't have risk of default, but you have the inflation risk that you know your, your money's growing at one percent a year. Inflation's running at three percent a year. You're losing losing purchasing power or value, and that's a problem sometimes of locking in too low rates. Another day, I will talk about the various types of risk that are out there, um, regardless where you put your money, uh, and I'll talk about ways to mitigate it. So I will I will add that to my list here, things to cover. All right. Couple of stocks today, uh, Dillard's. I've talked about them before. The department store symbol DDS. David, David, Sam. All right, they've had actually a blockbuster year. They've been doing really well. Well, what happened today though? UBS Securities, Uncle Boy Sam, UBS. Um, they uh, started coverage of Dillard's today with a sell recommendation. They think the stock has potential to go down forty four percent from where it is. And that drove the stock down 19.4% today. Why? UBS is a Swiss company, and they are very reputable in the financial industry. Um, you know, a lot of companies, if you ever look at their track record, their recommendations, you might as well flip the coin. I mean, they're not that great, their track record. But UBS has a pretty good track record. So, um, all right, so we'll have to keep an eye on Dillard's. Uh, we also had, after the market closed, Salesforce. Uh, well, that company was down 10% today. Now, there's simple CRM, Charlie, Ralph, Mary. Uh, they were down 4% in the regular market. Uh, they're one of the 30 stocks that make up the Dow Jones Industrial Average. So it might have been partly down with the market. But then after the market closed, they did uh, tell financial analysts, investors, that they're lowering their projections now for the fourth quarter that we're in right now for sales and profits. So the stock was down another 6% in the after hours. So down basically 10% today. Now, the point about that, though, there could be a, a play here. Uh, I, you know, I talk about you know, yesterday's session, how markets, or Saturday session, sorry, markets tend to overreact to news, especially on the downside. So there might be too big a movement on the downside here. You may get a short-term pop on this. Uh, it's oversold. So, you know, it's never guaranteed with this stuff, but you never know. All right, so we had uh, those two down. Uh, so let's end things on a positive note. Box, B-O-X, may or may not have ever heard of them, but they released their numbers after the market closed. Uh, sales and profits exceeded expectations. They are up 8.7% right now in the after-hours market. Who is Box? Symbol is Box, B-O-X, boy, Oscar, X-ray. Uh, they are a, you would think they're a box company. They've been public for about two years. Uh, but who they are, they're a Silicon Valley a cloud content company. What they do, it says they allow, organ, well, I know what they do. They allow organizations of various size. Let me just read it here anyway, though. Yeah, they enable organizations of various sizes to manage and share content from any device. Basically, you can share large amounts of data on phones, computers, just anywhere. So uh, so they, they were up today. So keep an eye on Box, because this is a company I think a lot of people are really not that familiar with, and they seem to be doing really well. So you know, take a look at them. Uh, the other one I wanted to mention wrapping it up is Ambarella, um, uh, AMBA is their symbol. 
And uh, they, they are also the same thing. After the markets closed, they announced uh, really good numbers. And let's see what they did. Uh, what, what, what those guys do, I'd have to look up specifically what they do. It has something to do with semiconductor chips used for high-definition video. It's something like it's something with that. I have to look more exact. That's what they do. Semiconductor chips used in high-definition video, um, you know, recording, streaming, whatever. Uh, but anyway, it, it, computer chips for high-definition video. Uh, AMBA Apple, Mary Boy Apple. Yeah, same thing. Blew right through their sales and profit projections, up 13.6% after hours market. Keep an eye on these two, Box and Amberella. I don't think they're getting like the press that a lot of other technology companies are, but they are doing really well. I think Amberella has been public about nine years and Box about two, two and a half years. All right, so we're going to wrap it up for today. We'll keep an eye on these volatile markets. Um, we may see more volatility for the next few days or who knows how long. Nothing new. I've seen it plenty of times before. Everything works out. All right, so Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Hope everyone's doing well. Talk to you again soon. Take care. See ya.